the podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Hello, happy Tuesday, and happy New Year. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Hopefully everyone's holiday break has been great, relaxing, and if you're just getting back to the grindstone, I hope it is a gentle to you. Gentle to you. Clint Scott, in for Dr. Mike Gustafson, it's Josh Foffel, Brennan Riker behind the glass taking care of us. Uh, you can hit us up on the H Flooring Center chat line. Thoughts, comments, questions. We're live from the First United Bank studio. Three full hours with us. We'll take you all the way up to 6 o'clock. At that time, it's Friendship Basketball. Girls uh, taking on Portalis. The boys will be at 7.30. Midland Christian over on the score, 6 o'clock. Cooper's in action as well. Uh, district matchup with Coronado. Josh, Brennan, how are we doing today? Good so far. Good so far? Yeah, no complaints. Uh, let me tell you, I I really think we should look into this four-day work week uh, that some companies are doing. Because let me tell you, to come into work and it not be Monday is a game changer. I, you know, I, I think I've gotten, not grumpier. Grumpier isn't the word. Because I, I, if you want to do this, like I'm, I'm all for it. I've, I've learned something. Sure. This weekend is okay. that I'm not a New Year's guy anymore. I, I'm just not. Fair. Yeah. I'm just not. Um, I like get-togethers. I like being around people. Yeah. Generally, I like everyone counting something at the same time. <laughs> until it's... <laughs> How many occasions do you... I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just, I try to count down as much as I Let's can. Let's just start a countdown. I'm at, like, the fast food window counting down my order, see if I can time it up as they, like, hand me the brown bag. Oh, they no, must hate you. I, I, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what's happened to me. I, I'm, again, I'm, I want everyone. You're just old, man. I guess. Maybe <laughs> that's true. That's it. I don't know. Like, so did you have, you seem like you had just a wild. Oh, yeah. Throwdown. It was crazy. Over at the Fop. No, not, actually, I had, well, uh, I had a friend who won a, uh, a giveaway and it was just, uh, so he threw a party basically at a room at a local non-specific hotel and, <laughs> Uh, it was it was pretty cool, but we ended up at a another non-specific local bar, and they didn't do the countdown. So oh, like what? we yeah they didn't do a countdown. We were there at midnight, and so like we the group of like it was like six of us or whatever. We did the the countdown <laughs> on our own, and just out of nowhere, we were just like Happy New Year, and the whole bar was like ah, yeah, like snuck up on you, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's. Weird. It was What's weird. The point? It was very was, strange. It was, was so weird. Like they gave out champagne and stuff too. Like they gave it to the bar, but there was no countdown. It was so weird. It's like a guessing game. Yeah. Like it's gonna be the new year, but we're not gonna tell you when. So <laughs> surprise. Yeah, that's good. Uh Brennan, did you get all wild and crazy? How much beefaroni did you eat to bring in the new year? Oh, not enough. Not enough. I, I'll I'll be honest. I I chose I was willing to go to bed at 11. I, I, I saw, I, or I didn't see anything. Once the clock hit 11, I was like, okay, it's New Year's in New York. Time to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I'll tell you, you know, you made the joke 
And it's not really a joke. I'm 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 just realizing it's true at this that you're point. You're old. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. And, and because you know they have all of the different, uh, the different time slots for your individual yes. time zone. That's what I'm trying to think of. Time mm-hmm. zone for the New Year's shows. Um, and, and through all of it, as I was kind of just, I wasn't really tuned into it, but just got kind of there around that time, flipping back and forth between, just kind of popping in and out, seeing what was going on. I, I've realized the past couple of years, I say, who is this artist? So I'm like, who is that? <laughs> like, who is on yeah. the screen? And they'll say the name, and I'm still like, I don't, I know, don't know who, who that, that is. is. And the oldest moment was the <laughs> one band that I recognized. Green Day? Was Bowling for Soup oh. when they were playing. And Bowling for Soup, who's now like in their 50s, not exactly moving around. And I'm like, I just, I, I, I Captain america and yelled, I know this one. Like, I know this one. <laughs> so you joke, but that's what it felt like. No, man. I will Dude. say, in fairness to you, Goodness. had it not been for this invite that I got literally the night before, mm-hmm. um, I would have done the exact same thing. I would have been at home probably uh, in bed before midnight. It was mm-hmm. literally because crowd. one of my friends recently got hired to the Toronto Raptors. And so oh. we... Point guard? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> Uh, staff, not uh, <laughs> not a player hired. <laughs> Just hire them like for on court. We, you don't use the word signed to a contract. Signed anymore. or drafted. We've hired. No, we've hired. We, we we have hired Caleb Williams as a quarterback through the draft. <laughs> <laughs> Loose term, you know. Hired, fired. Yep. Yeah, I think you should be able to uh, say that for players too. Um, it is official. And by that, I mean, we know who is in the national championship. We'll get into oh, that. Yes. Uh, Michigan taking on Washington. Both outstanding. Very exciting. Football. You don't always get that. It's it's not always both Yeah. Um, to me. In fact, typically it's been, you know, you go into some of the stretch where Oklahoma was dominating the Big 12 and getting there. It was Oklahoma showing up like, okay, who are we going to get throttled by this year? Uh, and, you know, they had a great game with Georgia there mixed in as well. But typically, that's kind of what it, it felt like. And they're not the only ones. You had, like, the Michigan State year where they show up and get waxed. I want to say when Washington made it way back in the early – way back, like, a decade ago, uh, when the college football playoff was starting up, like, Washington showed up. and They were technically in the playoff and got waxed. And, and you know, last year, I think someone had pointed out that, you know, the, the games ended up being close. And the Ohio State-Georgia game, that was a fantastic football game. I think it was like a six-point differential in TCU and Michigan last year. That was not a good football game. No, it, was it just not. was not. I mean, it was Michigan clawing their way back mm-hmm. um, from just being caught off guard by the Frogs. This year, both games were outstanding. Yes. Um, One, I, they looked like very opposite games as well, too, as far as... I mean, they were oh, both yeah. competitive, but one very competent and the other very mistake prone <laughs> well and 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 even outside of just like the mistakes that really cost alabama um in several different ways against michigan you had like a slower pace less possessions um just physical yeah we're almost an old school type of feel it wasn't like both teams were lining up in the wishbone but um it felt like a game that where michigan made alabama playing a game that they were more comfortable with and kind of, mm-hmm. and now Alabama still, you know, they were up by a touchdown and they weren't able to seal it uh, and, you know, find their way into the national championship themselves. But still it felt 
like a game more suited for what Michigan wanted to do. And on the other hand, I mean, Michael Penix was fantastic, but there was a lot more offense, a lot more up yeah. and down in the in the Texas Washington game. So, uh, yeah, we'll get you some headlines when we come back. We'll get more into the uh, playoff as well, and get to some of your thoughts and comments. It's Tech Talk on Double T ninety seven three. Podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Welcome back to Tech Talk here on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. You can also take us anywhere with a mobile app that's brought to you by Happy State Bank. We're live from the first United Bank studio. Clint Scott, Josh Foppel, Brennan Riker behind the glass. We'll start uh, here with a headline segment with what's on the airwaves tonight. Two girl-boy doubleheaders for high school basketball right here on Double T 97.3 at 6 o'clock. It's Friendship Girls versus Portales. A little uh, New Mexico flavor coming over. Then at 7.30, the boys will take on Midland Christian. Over on 100.7, the score. It's district action for Lubbock Cooper. Both girls and boys will face Coronado Mustangs. Over the weekend, the Dallas Cowboys, they picked up a crucial win. Uh, some would say, you know, with controversy. Yep. I think most people of, would say with controversy. General, <laughs> <laughs> there were some happenings in this yeah. game. They beat the Lions 20-19. to 19. Uh, They had a two-point conversion, they being the Lions, uh, as they tried to take a lead. Uh, they got called back. After offensive lineman Taylor Decker was ruled he was ineligible. Big mix-up there. I mean, even over like the mic, head official said the number that they thought had been reported. So uh, if you're the Cowboys, you don't really care. They go back to the seven-yard line. You have an offsides call. It goes back. Uh, and then just a, a poor pass, odd play uh, to the short uh, that was just short of the goal line that uh, equals in the Cowboys winning. And with that, they just got to beat Washington, and you're the two seed. It's crazy how we how about that? that being. And and we'll we'll talk more uh, about this division as well later on. Yeah. But the Eagles, woof. I mean, it has been. They just look disinterested at times, which is crazy with how much talent they have, um, and how they were finding ways to win games through the first half of the season. Uh, now it's been. I mean, who who's who's putting outside of Philadelphia fans, and maybe not even then, because there's a lot of booing going on, which is typical in Philadelphia, sure. but especially right now. Like who's putting money on them right now for the Super Bowl? Do the games now at the beginning, like you said, they were kind of finding ways to win. Looking back on it now, does it seem to you like they were kind of the battle tested, uh adversarial kind of team or were they just really not that good i don't know i guess i i thought and you could say this or at least i could about the other participant of last year's super bowl with the chiefs is i just kept waiting for them to you know it's like okay well win's a win and it's hard to win in the nfl yeah. i stand by that i don't care who it is you can ask the cowboys when they took on arizona earlier in the year whether they had some linemen out or not um it is hard to consistently win but when they started losing games, I guess I, I've been waiting for the decline or the fall to just stop. 
and them going, oh, yeah, yeah we, we are a contender, and it just hasn't happened, and it's felt right. more more and more like a free fall sort of thing. And, and you know, the, the Chiefs, even though they beat the Bengals, they felt they have felt the same way all year. You're like just waiting for them to kind of put their foot in the ground and go, okay, that's the team you've seen over the past few years. Yeah, I feel like my expectations of them were really a lot higher, and they writing on the wall shouldn't have been because the team that went to the Super Bowl last year, a lot a lot of players are gone from that. Not a lot, but some of those mm. key players just didn't come back, and I was probably just expecting them to figure it out, and apparently haven't. Yeah. So. Uh, which is just fine because again, it, it's it's great for the Cowboys because I think it is incredibly important that you had some sort of home field mm-hmm. advantage if you are going to make a run. Um, and now, if you beat Washington, you'll at least have it until what hopefully will be you know a matchup. Well, actually, probably saying hopefully not a matchup with San Francisco. Hopefully, well, they get upset because yeah, you don't want to do that. That would be um, not at all. Hopefully, will lead to an NFC Championship berth. Yeah. I'll word it that way. Uh, women's basketball won their conference opener. They beat Houston 79-71. to They scored 51 points uh, there in the first half. It didn't put up as much there in the second, but still had enough to win that one. So their conference opener goes in the way uh, of the Lady Raiders. It's the first time in 11 years they won their conference road opener. Um, and for Houston, a nice little welcome into the conference. They'll be in action tomorrow night at home. They'll take on the Texas Longhorns. So hoping for a good turnout there. Should be a, a fun one. Maybe a 2-0 start would be fun. Going to be a tough matchup, though, for your second game. And we'll learn more about this Lady Raider uh, squad as time goes on. Speaking of learning more about teams on the men's side, we're about to do that as well, but they'll start Big 12 play on Saturday. They beat North Alabama 85-57, to but the best news from today, Texas Tech sophomore Pop Isaacs has been named the Big 12 Player of the Week following a career-high 28-point performance against Sam Houston two games ago in a win and then had 21 points in this last outing against North Alabama. Uh, so well-deserved from him. And he's kind of found his stroke a little bit from the outside, yeah. too, which is important. And, uh, yeah, you've finished up your non-conference finally. <laughs> it's kind of what I've gotten to with college basketball. You get to this <laughs> point, and I start using the word finally. Oh, finally. You, you are through that. Uh, and you will start off again with Texas on the road on Saturday listeners uh, Brennan has thrown the horns down twice already once referencing the (laughs) women's basketball uh, next conference game and he just did it again right now I'll give him another opportunity yesterday Texas they lose to Washington in the Sugar Bowl Washington wins at 37 to 31 Um, we talked about the odd ending to the Cowboys game yep if you were Washington, like every time they zoomed in, uh, there was one fan, I, I you know, just real quick, real quick pan over to him, right? I specifically have it burnt in my brain because he had like a, like a scarf on or something. And he looked like he was ready. Yeah, to do that. He was looked like he was ready to just wind it around his neck and just pull as tight as possible. Ugh. Because, I mean, you can't. You can't control an injury to your running back. Yes. Right. That's that stops the clock. Um I am of the effect right there is, you know, what's the win 
just you know take and, and this is also easy to say after this happens right but just take the knees there and you know I guess if you're going, well, if you pick up the first down, the game's over. It just didn't look like any of those plays, especially with what Washington's offense is, was going to pick up a first down. Uh, but Texas survives. You also had the gut-wrenching little play there if you're a Washington fan where one second still remains on the clock. Uh, but they prevail. They're headed to the championship. They'll face the Michigan Wolverines. They beat Alabama 27-20 to in overtime. Had to score a touchdown late to tie it. And then speaking of little gut-wrenching moments, Josh, whew, the um, the muffed punt that was recovered by Michigan at the one-yard Oh, line. that was <laughs> oh, so lucky for them. I Ooh. guess that's like the best thing that could have happened from that awful mm-hmm. scenario. I got to be honest, a part of it because I had picked Alabama as my uh, national champion. Okay. So just the, the side that I was picking on. I also thought I just thought it would have been just so funny if Michigan would have lost on a safety somehow, oh. some way. Um, and with the timing, there's a good chance that there's no there's no there's no clock remaining. I mean, at, at its at its lowest, it's going to be limited time, right? Like just a handful of seconds. But man, that was yeah, great a great playoff. Well, yeah, but even on a safety, a game. even on a safety, they don't get the ball back. So the, right, I mean, just would, I mean, it's just over. Right? Oh yeah, that just, yeah. just would have been great to see a game. I've never seen a game-ending safety to that extent where right. like time is running out. I'm sure it's happened. Have we ever seen? Have we ever seen an onside attempt off of a punt from the safety? You know, yeah. for Michigan to try to get the ball back and have that happen. <laughs> oh, that'd be rough. That'd be really difficult. I think. I've never it, seen it. It is uh, Tech Talk here on Double T ninety seven three. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T ninety seven three, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Thanks for joining us. Happy Tuesday and Happy New Year's to you. Hopefully the holiday time was wonderful for you. Hopefully relaxing. Unless you didn't want it to be relaxing, you wanted to get rough and rowdy. Then I hope it was the rowdiest. Yeah. Either way, really one or two ways. I feel like, you know, if you're going into New Year's, it's like you're either, I had crazy time. I did scream from 10 seconds down. Uh, I don't know how many of those little champagne flutes that I threw back, <laughs> but it was a lot. Rowdy and Hamburger Helper go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Hey, in Brennan's case, literally, Hamburger Helper in both hands. <laughs> Yeah, he's just one flavor for each. Oh, yeah. Um, boy, I, I I was gone all week, by the way. Uh, taking you all the way up to 6 Ooh, o'clock. Didn't notice. Scott, Josh Foppel, Brendan Riker. Yeah, I was gone last week. I did notice, actually. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Figured you were. <laughs> okay. Sarcasm showing over there. Uh, and so there's, you know, I'm not going to, like, try to catch up on a, on a week's worth of sporting events sure. that were missed. But... Uh, I think the biggest star of the bowl season was the Pop-Tarts Bowl mascot. I mm. think they uh, nailed it. I, I've never seen so much hype <laughs> for a, like a non-New Year's Six, non-playoff bowl game uh, before what some of the, the, the Pop-Tarts Bowl got for an odd reason. Uh, and I thought it was hilarious. I thought they nailed it. I just want to see it again. Oh, my God. Oh, it's so good. I love the clips of the 
mascot being put in the toaster and then, you know, being eaten by Chris Kleinman. I like them stacking mm-hmm. music on top of it. Like, uh, what's 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 the ceremony? The animal shelter song. Uh, Arms of an uh, angel. Arms, yes. Arms of an angel. Yeah. <laughs> there was that the one. animal shelter song. Sarah McLaughlin should, should, should change it to the animal shelter song. That's the name of it. Uh, and yeah. then Time of Your Life. Uh, there's one that was uh, Creed Higher. And then <laughs> yes. uh, the... Uh, 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 Celine Dion. Yes. Uh, the Titanic. Oh. The We just oh, like man. played the radio version. I lost. You won. Uh, the radio. Oh right! Identify this song. <laughs> yeah. Name this Just song. Putting his arms out. Yeah. Radio charades. charades. Yeah, radio charades is always great. He like, had, especially he had the the rose, <laughs> uh, the front of the boat scene that he was doing. You got it. I was to... lost. It's like I, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, where are we going? Spilling a tea back there, or just oh, tea post? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and I thought it was hilarious. The uh, the ending result. I was curious how they would do. You know, clearly the. Hey, he's a he's a mascot, and now he's an edible mascot. That would have been great. Uh, um, at the Independence Bowl, they had a mascot race at halftime. Was it halftime? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and man, the, the cow mascot was there, of course. Which you uh, thought was where you're like, is that a hamster down there? Yeah, what did could, you think I it was? could not tell. It could it <laughs> genuinely everything came to my mind before uh, like a, a bear. Hey, you know who won it? I Raider Red. Oh yeah, Raider Red one. Eat That's that. Right. Eat that cow mascot. And then there was a guy in a hot dog suit. Oh, that was like the Sonic. Yeah, the costumes. Sonic ones. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, mascots, like a slush out mascots. there. I, I, my favorite part of that mascot race was you beside me asking what all of the mascots. Were. Yes. It's like I was up there with my dad. <laughs> What's that, ha- that down is there? That a hamster. That's the, that's the bear. That's the bear mascot. What's that? Is that a? like a sponge that's a there's a tater tot <laughs> also i did the same thing at bucky's too every animal came to mind before beaver i yeah, think i asked you, you like chipmunk like, you went through every uh, little woodland creature before you got before i got to Beaver. i mean i wouldn't say i i clearly was not experienced so in the bucky's like a, wrong, but i could right. tell it was a beaver well i i i guess i could you were struggling I, yeah. I, I would love an animal show with you narrating it and just like, I don't know, what is this, like a ferret? Have you <laughs> or seen or the, really a mascot show. It's like, okay. That would be good. Because I wouldn't what be able to identify any mascot them. for Kansas State? It's a humanoid <laughs> oh, cat? That's a, that's the, it's a centaur cat. It's what it is. It's stupid it, and it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. It's not right. Unnatural. Speaking of the Pop-Tarts ball. Sure. Yeah. Uh, this from Mark. Hey, Clint, I was surprised to see you on Saturday. Yeah. Because it's good to see you, Mark. Good to say hi. Uh, this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line from TN Raider. A back shoulder or a dart towards the pylon would have won it. Yours looked off all fourth quarter. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I don't think that was, I don't think that was Texas's best game as a, as a unit, but I also think that's partially because, uh, Washington was playing so well, and specifically Michael Penix offensively. He might have had. I mean, he he's been out. He was outstanding this year. Clearly, there's a yeah. reason why Washington went into this undefeated. Um, but it was like the opposite. Like he played probably to about the best of his ability, 
and Texas was pretty mid. He was he was probably the best quarterback of the playoff. Oh like, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I would agree with that. Um, I, I don't I don't see how at least would argue game. argue against that. Sure, yeah. From this year, I mean McCarthy clearly did good enough things to beat Alabama, um, and made the plays that he needed to. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's the the Michael Penix that you saw against Texas was the reason he was a Heisman candidate. Um, and his career's been been fascinating because it, at Indiana it was like, well, this is a this is a good quarterback, and then you had you know some upsets in there where he led the Hoosiers uh, to some big wins. You know, it didn't relate to just like this massive amount of success. But you're you're capped there at Indiana. There's only so much you can do at that program, whether you're a coach or you're a player. Um, and I, I think he found that. But you, you go back to that and some of the injuries that he had too. Mm-hmm. Like, and they talked about this a little bit last night. Like that's something he used to run a lot more. Like that was a different part of his game. And it's not that he couldn't throw, clearly, because he throws a, a very oh, pretty yeah. ball. Um, and those receivers are also helps that you're fantastic. I heard Texas, former Texas Tech Red Raider Jalen Pohl. One more time, I was going to lose my mind. It felt like they were doing Texas it on purpose. Texas Tech got a lot of name, name drops. Yeah, you had the, the Mahomes thing, um, where you looked at what back-to-back years, 4,500 yards. Um, it's Mahomes and Penix. Um, but... What he's turned into and what he was last night um, was a huge reason of, of why they won. But I, I do agree, though, that, you know, Ewers, who I don't think is a world-beater quarterback. I don't think anyone does. He had a solid year, a better year than I thought he would. Mm-hmm. Um, it just looked off at times. And, again, I think that's more of uh, to say with what Washington was doing. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3. podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. It is Tech Talk here on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Clint Scott, Josh Foppel, Brendan Riker behind the glass taking care of us. We will have a play of the day played by him in just a moment. You can't prove that. That's true. I guess it'll proof will be in the pudding whenever he plays said pudding. Yeah, that works. Yep. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to round out. I play thoughts. Jello, not right. pudding. Okay, so to contra <laughs> before I ask Brendan for his opinion on this, I wanted to round out this. Um, I immediately forgot how to phrase what we're talking about. Uh, the Bears, their draft pick situation and stuff. Wouldn't the benefit then be to still get a higher pick? And then if you're concerned about putting players around Justin Fields you could trade back from that higher pick instead of hoping for whatever. I, I, I guess to me, because, you know, even if you change, you know, however the math works out, you win your last game and, you know, one of those weird situations like, oh, it could be picks, you know, five through ten, whatever, depending on who wins and who loses. I just don't think you're going to move that much where it's more important if you're the Bears and you do believe in Justin Fields and, and you are going to stick with him and he's going to be your guy and and you're not sold again on these other quarterbacks, specifically Caleb Williams in this sure. situation. If if you aren't totally sold um, which by the way I and I'm not and clearly we're not in Bears country and 
This is probably the most Bears talk that's been yeah. about. <laughs> this is the most I've ever talked about the yeah. Bears. Starting off the year with the Bears. All right. Yeah. Duh, Bears, duh, Bears, duh, Bears, duh, Bears, duh, Bears. Uh, you know, I was surprised. You watch like at the end of the game, like their fans chanting like we yeah. want Justin. We I want thought Justin that was, Fields. I thought they hated Justin Fields. I, well, maybe I guess I was way off or, mm-hmm. or maybe it was just the like 15 fans that they zoomed in on. Who knows? Um, but if you are sold and you're sticking with him, to me, he still had a point, though. Like, he just needs to keep playing games, right? And he wasn't even there the whole season this year, so he missed out on four or five whenever the, like the Tyler Badgen kid, yeah, thumb, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, either way, like, I, I think it's more important that you keep on getting him live fire opportunity. And this is also something, like, when you take away – uh, some of the you know a preseason game and you're down to just three. We all really know like that means for most teams and for starters like now like you're playing in two instead of the three of the four, right. uh, and you're doing your dress rehearsal uh, for most teams in game two rather than game three of the preseason because you got you know another one to work with. I think even more so with that like if 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 you are sticking with him and maybe it's you still want to see hey what does he have or maybe. Maybe you're doing him a favor and you're going, hey, we are going to move on from you, but we want to, you know, give you an audition if we move on from you for other teams to be interested or maybe use that as trade mm-hmm. bait. I think there's a lot of benefits because, again, if this if this was like 15 spots difference, if you, you know, in the first round, if you win, add it in that you for sure have the top pick to do whatever you want with. Um, I, I think that it's, to me, more benefit to having him in the game than not. Okay. I will say that a lot of it's very rare for teams to like blatantly tank in the NFL. Like, I mean, bench their starters kind of like it, mm-hmm. it's, it's not something that happens. I just mean in this particular scenario because of kind of what you've seen from Justin Fields and their particular draft position and stuff is why I'm asking. Brennan, see, so, so you have thoughts on. So, so the original question was, do you bench Justin Fields this week? Kind of like what? Well, what? not necessarily this week. This is actually like I'm thinking back to weeks ago. Like if if you're not sold on Justin Fields, that's my context of the, of the question is if you're not sold on him, what's the benefit of keeping him playing and not just getting a better draft pick? I, I think the Bears are. I, we, you've seen Justin Fields. Uh, improve immensely this season and you've proven that if you put some guys around him who can catch the ball uh i th- i think you know basically you're saying dj Moore. <laughs> yeah dj Moore. dj Moore. you know things can be fine i think there is merit to playing him and continuing to let him grow and just get a feel for this team and if I mean, all, right now they do have the first round pick. Uh, I think I, I don't see why you wouldn't play him and wouldn't say, "Hey, you know, rough season. You're going to finish bottom of your uh, division." But we saw a lot of things that we liked, and we saw improvement. Let's keep this guy not gamble on, you know, a Caleb Williams or a. Drake may not that they would go that route, but I I, I don't see why you wouldn't play him. You think they trade out of number one? No, I would use it. I mean, go get the best receiver. Go Mm -hmm. get the best offensive lineman. Whatever you want. I mean, go use it. Use this doesn't seem to me 
like, uh, like here, hey, this is from Bobby on the chat line. Uh, so nice to hear y'all talk about my bears. We just need to get Harrison Jr. and we good. Yeah, go get Harrison. Go get Marvin Harrison At Jr. One. I use it. I don't care. Like if 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 I'm them, because we see so many quarterback busts and we see so many busts else. Like in like in in any time you have this top pick at other positions, why not go get the best of what you need help with? I'm on board with that for at the position that it's at. I'm not in a war room, obviously, so ignore me altogether if any <laughs> fellow executives are listening. But um, I, someone's going to want that top pick. I, I, even if you trade back to two like the Bears did, mm-hmm. traded into years ago to get Trubisky. Um, <laughs> such a weird thing to do. Anyway, um, someone's going to want that top pick, even if you want Marvin Harrison Jr., I don't know. I I think sometimes you outthink yourself, right, with moving parts. And right now, unless you're getting like a bag for that first spot and you know for sure, like it's that you're moving one or two spots back and you're a hundred billion, million, trillion percent. They are not going after the guy that you want. It's not like they're set defensively either, right? Like the Bears... You don't get to uh, even, you know, not just the number one picks. It's the Panthers. But being a top 10 pick, you don't get there without quite a few holes. Yeah. And I also think it's important right now because you're in a division that is mostly set. Feels to well, pretty me, open, I guess. Pretty open moving forward. I mean, it just does. Like like the Vikings uh, right now, they've started to take a step back. Of course, you know, you have Cousins with the injury, but that's a big part of it. Like what, what do you do with him moving forward? The Packers... Although it seems like, you know, they could get their way. Yeah, your Packers could get into the playoffs, but they're not, like, going to be world beaters moving forward. Would the Lions keep it up? We'll see. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Welcome back to Tech Talk, a Tuesday edition. Happy New Year to you. Thanks for joining us here on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. You can also take us anywhere with you with the mobile apps brought to you by Happy State Bank. When Scott, Josh Foppel in for Dr. Mike Gustafson. He will return tomorrow. Brennan Riker behind the glass. And, uh, you know, you can move someone from the 12 to 3 shift, but the 12 to 3 Stays with you, uh, as always. Pushed back a segment later. Brennan, please hit us up with your play of the day. There goes Nelson. Oh, sweet block by Warren Washington. Thumped down the floor by Lamar. Touches it to Isaacs. No look to Warren Washington. McMillan for three. Bang! Now that was something else. There you go. That was one of the sequences on uh, in the game Monday against North Alabama, and just watching it, you know, on on TV, it was spectacular. It, it was kind of reminiscent of a, a couple of years ago, or I don't I don't even remember when it was. Mine's a little hazy, but no, it would have been like 2018 or 2019 when there's a a sequence um, where Tech hit a three, go down the other end of the floor, get a swat go back down in transition and hit a three against TCU and the place goes nuts. And, and, and I had the 
had the radio paired with the TV on Monday, but that was the loudest the USA had sounded in a while just mm-hmm. off of that sequence alone. It, it was fantastic. Um, you know, this doesn't exactly translate into, hey, this is why I think you could make the NCAA tournament in year one under Grant McCaslin. Sure. This is more just of a, a pleasing to the eye sort of thing. Um, you know, you, you certainly have some holes on the roster. There's no doubt it is going to be tough uh, to get to the dance. Um, but from what you went through last year, and not just the off-the-court stuff, and not just the firing, I mean the actual watching on the court what you went through last year. The fact that you have like some offensive life and it's not just a guy like you've had times where again, it's, it's been against Sam Houston and North Alabama the past two games. You know, it didn't look all that pretty at times against UT Arlington. It didn't look all that pretty at times against Oral Roberts or Vanderbilt. Some of these games recently, right? Um, as you've wrapped up your non-conference slate, but still the past two games, like you've seen really good ball movement at times and, and you just have, an offense that can be really fun to watch. And you have more than just a guy, you have a few guys that can knock down shots um, where it hasn't been that. I mean, sometimes watching your half court offense with last year's roster. And again, I'm, 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 I'm going separating it just from the entire mess. That was men's basketball last year that led you to having a year one coach, just watching them play, uh, was sometimes in the half court, like, just put a pencil in my eye. That would be easier. It's just bad, right? Uh, and we went, oh, well, this is a defensive team. Well, you're allowed to do things well offensively as well. You're allowed. You're allowed to score. You're allowed to score. <laughs> like, just because you're a defensive team doesn't mean, like, ah, it doesn't matter. what. Like, that is the Iowa football concept of thinking uh, actually, for, for basketball. that's a great equivalent. <laughs> like, and so, like, the, the fact that, that has been different this year. And sometimes you've actually had a flowing offense and you've scored in transition and you've scored in the half court and you've been fairly unselfish to me with the basketball. And and it seems like no one's been like, okay, well, I've had, a, I've had enough of this passing garbage. It's my time to start, you know, chunking up shots or just forcing things. And, and, and you did that. It seemed like with everybody last year. So again, the the past two have just been against Sam Houston and North Alabama, and I am going full body of work, you know, for this as you've tried to get better and better. You have the setback with Devin Cambridge go out, but you have the pluses of like Kerwin Walton uh, has played really well for you. Seems like he's taken a step. Um, Chance McMillan off the bench has been your own, really your only consistent. And I don't know if you have time to develop this or not. You know, Robert Jennings had a couple of back-to-back nice games, which I think is very important, especially in the size department. But Chance McMillan has come off the bench and given you really good minutes and given you a lot of points. Pop Isaacs, clearly, I mean, Big 12 Player of the Week, he's stayed aggressive. And what I've liked about him, um, it hasn't been pretty shooting at times. Like, it's taken him a little bit to get going. And hopefully these these past couple of games from the outside kind of get him uh, some momentum as you head into Big 12 play. Um, but what I like is even whenever uh, it hasn't been a night where he's, you know, sh- specifically shooting the ball very well, he's, I feel like he's drove a lot more this year, um, but he stayed aggressive. He's hit some big shots for you 
um, late in the game. You know, you, you go back to a loss of Butler, still had a big shot there. Um, it, everything about this year has just been so much more fun. Now, does more fun equal Big 12 wins? Maybe not. Maybe it will. You know, scoring points is kind of important in this conference. Um, will it equal a tournament both a tournament berth? We'll find out. Either way, I just think it's it's just a much more pleasant product to watch personally. Yeah, I agree. I think um, even just like not not even comparatively speaking, not even comparing it to last year, it's just better to watch. More fun to watch. I think, like, it, exactly mm-hmm. like you said, more fun to watch this year. And <sighs> I, I was a big fan of O'Banner coming into coming into hitting threes and stuff last year. And uh, watching McMillan play is, a, is a, a lot of fun this year. Yeah, I mean, there's some there's some of the guys on that like team last year. I'm like, come oh, in. Don't don't get don't be wrong. There's part of it that was like. You know, clearly there were guys that weren't all the way invested, um, and there was a mess from you go from top to bottom, from staff to player. But like O'Banner, like he's one. I'm like, oh man, I'm sorry. This is your last. Yeah, this, that, this that was that, that was rough. Year. That yeah. was uh, because you know he was a big part of the year, especially before, being a where you had where you did have yeah where you did have tournament success. It got clearly a big part of that, and you know with the likes of Bryson Williams and Santos Silva, and you you know under the same tutelage under the same coach under the same staff uh the year before that team was a felt like one that was easy to get behind mm-hmm. um and yeah for for like him like last year whew, what a what a way to go out thanks for your time here thanks for your service <laughs> the big uh, thing i hope is don't it would be nice if we don't start conference play 0 and 9. And I don't think that's going to be the case. <laughs> I, I don't, was, I don't oh. know. <laughs> what the? If that, oh, if that, if that happens, oh. there's, I mean, remember this moment in time. Oh. You have it. I have it. Gosh. That would be I hope so that awful. But, but, <laughs> but I mean, because the, the league is still tougher. And, and, and you mm-hmm. just added Houston. And Houston is uh, right around the corner to start Big 12 play. I, I think you can – I don't know what to expect from Texas, but I think this team can definitely beat Oklahoma State uh, next week. Oh, I would I would hope so. I, I think that we'll, – uh, we'll start our number three on this thought. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3. This has been the Tech Talk Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.